As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to It's Your Ego, Stupid, a show lovingly intended for millions of spiritual, intelligent, and imperfect people like you who may at times be led into ego stupidity, a lesser version of yourself and a lesser version of life. This show will give you a much deeper understanding of what ego is, what it's doing to your life, how it can weaken your human and spiritual wellness, and how you can heal in each of these areas if needed. It's Your Ego, Stupid will heighten your awareness of the intense link between your ego and spirit, your humanity and divinity, and the synergy that can lead to the best version of you and your life. Your host is Dr. Nick Martin, a licensed psychologist who has worked in the clinical, university, school, and private practice settings over the past 40 years while serving as a therapist, diagnostician, educator, and consultant. Welcome again to It's Your Ego, Stupid, and now your host, Dr. Nick Martin. Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Nick Martin, also known by some as Ego Man, due to my intense focus on ego and how it's impacting our lives, both humanly and spiritually. And I want to thank you for listening to It's Your Ego, Stupid on Ohm Times Radio. The title of today's show is Roles People Live, The Victim. During this show, I'll be looking at people whose lower ego power energy is leading them towards living in the role of the victim as they go about living their daily lives. A person who is entrapped in the notion that life has it in for them and they are powerless to do anything about it. A person who often points to a series of large and small misfortunes as documentation or proof of their victimhood. A person experiencing the disproportionate sense that bad things happen far more often to them than to others. Often failing to realize the problem isn't the problem, but rather their helpless reaction to the problem that keeps them in the role of victim. There are plenty of people who live in this role because there is no shortage of the supply of lower ego power energy that serves to drive people who are living in this role. This person can be you, or a family member or friend, a co-worker, or acquaintance who often complains about the unfairness of life and their lack of ability to do anything about it. Today, I'm going to take you into the victim's mind by sharing with you what ego is leading them towards thinking or not thinking, feeling or not feeling, and doing or not doing, and exactly what's happening when a person is living in this role. All in the name of their survival, which is ego's ultimate and only purpose in our life, to be our survival energy, both daily and mortal. During the show, I'll be focusing on two main areas, ego's voice and spirit's voice. When I talk about ego's voice, I'm talking about the mixture of one's ego energy and one's mind. In the case of today's program, the mixture of the victim's lower ego power energy and their mind. The place where their thoughts, feelings, attitudes, values, and prejudices are formed. A place that can be called the ego mind 
or ego space, as I refer to it in my work, and lays the foundation for their personality and self-victimization. It's their lower ego power energy that's impacting the thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that the victim forms and uses in their daily life, which becomes their ego voice. Ego doesn't form the thoughts the victim is using because it can't think and has no awareness of itself or the energy that it is. The person living in the role of victim does, while building on the ego energy at work in their mind, ego just provides the fuel, the energy. When ego is impacting what's going on in the victim's mind, they are listening to and speaking with ego's voice, not their own, but they often don't know it. Ego is in the foreground of their life and they are in the background. Now ego should be in the background and only present when, when needed if our survival is truly being threatened. So that's why tuning into our ego energy is one of the three contributors to ego medicine. We and the victim need to know whose voice we are truly listening to and speaking with in our thoughts, words, and deeds as we go about living our daily lives. Is it ego's voice or is it our voice? We want to believe it's ours, but don't kid yourself, which is something that's easily done by many. We all need to get the real, truthful, honest, and potentially painful answer to that question. Is it ego's voice or mine? An answer that most people fail to get the answer to because they don't know how to go about getting it. And that's what my work is about. Helping you to get that answer and doing something about it if necessary. In a way, finding out if you're living in a role you didn't realize you're living in, just as the victim often is. Which is happening for many, whether they're a narcissist or a victim or a cultist or any of the roles I talk about in my programs on roles people live. Another way of putting it, the narcissist often doesn't know they're being a narcissist. The victim often doesn't know they're being a victim. And the cultist often doesn't know they're being a cultist because they're unaware of the ego energy operating in their mind and their life and living on a 24-7 basis. But they need to find that out so they can be speaking with their voice in their life and not egos. Or they'll just spend their life surviving and never truly and fully living. After I get done talking about ego's voice and what the victim needs to hear more from it during the second segment of our program, I'm going to be sharing in the third segment what the victim is unable to hear from spirit due to being kept at a distance from spirit's voice by the ego energy at work and the distancing effect it has on hearing the voice of spirit. Even though the victim has a spiritual core that we all have due to being the love, life, and energy God is, they are not spiritually well because they can't be spiritually well in their life due to what their ego energy is doing in it. Their unhealthy, lower ego power energy is not allowing them to hear about and be the love, life, and energy God is within their thoughts, words, and deeds, particularly towards themselves. Sadly, spirit's voice is something may they may never hear and come to know unless they heal their ego energy. Sadly, the ego energy of the victim is getting in the way of connecting to their divinity, of being their divinity in their daily life. And sadly, this is something that happens to many people in their life, whatever role they're living in. Many people die living in the role they had been living for 30, 40, or 50 years of their life. They never get better. Many victims never get better. 
they die never having really lived. They spent all of their time surviving within their victim thoughts, beliefs, and attitudes. With those th sobering thoughts, I want to get started by looking deeply into the victim by first giving you a brief description of the role of the victim. A person you may or may not be acquainted with in your personal life, but is out there in society, if not in your home. So that we can kind of be on the same page as to the role and the kind of person I'm talking about. The victim is entrapped in the notion that life has it in for them and that they're powerless to do anything about it. They often think that life has placed a target on their back, a bullseye, and that whatever bad things happen to them, that they were deliberately intended. They often feel outnumbered by life and often give up, if, uh, give up before fighting the battle. So there's this defeated quality that people who are living in the role of the victim experience. And they're defeated before they even undertake the challenge or the battle of whatever it is confronting them. The victim can point to a series of large and small misfortunes as documentation Earlier, I referred to that as proof of their victimhood. They're good at finding the bad things and only the bad things that happen to them in their life. They're also good at predicting the bad things which are to come. So not only do they uh, embrace in some respects the bad things, the uh, things that are uh, they're confronting with, but they're also looking for the unfortunate things that are going to happen to them in the future. And you've heard the phrase self-fulfilling prophecy, and I think that's just something that often happens for many victims is, uh, and I'm going to, I think, say some more about this later, but they bring into their uh, life these unfortunate things, and they bring more of it because of their negative expectations. The victim has trouble recognizing their successes or expecting that good things will happen to them. And anything that may happen that's positive, they're often looked upon as sort of an accident or this was some sort of luck that happened to them. It wasn't something that was a positive thing, a good thing that was meant to happen. Uh, only bad things are looked upon by them as meant to happen. The victim often talks themselves into helplessness with thoughts connected to these events, validating their disproportionate sense that bad things happen far more often to them than to others. So they often unknowingly self-program themselves into seeing themselves as only someone who can be weak. I think earlier I mentioned something about being able to manage the problem and being a good problem manager. Unfortunately, this is not where victims come from. People living in the role are not good problem managers because they don't see themselves as being able to do that. Their lower ego power energy contributes to a sense of disempowerment that they actually become comfortable with. Uh, they engage in a lot of negative self-talk and self-thoughts about themselves. So they make themselves out to be weaker than they often are. Uh, through the thoughts that they have, or they speak openly, including a lot of self-critical thoughts. When things get particularly bad, they tell themselves that they deserve to get the bad things that happen to them in their life. So there's this not only expectation that builds inside of the uh, victim, but also this sense of deserving these unfortunate or negative things that may happen to them in their life. The victim often fails to recognize that the problem isn't really the main problem. 
And that's the, it's their helpless reaction to the problem that keeps them in the role of victim, a role that often provides them with a sense of comfort. And that sounds probably very odd, but victims get comfortable being victims. Uh, the victim will blur the line between the problem they're facing and their ability to face it. So there's the problem and then there's one's ability to manage or handle challenges and for the victim, they're kind of overlapping and, and they miss the part that has to do with their capability to do things. Uh, they have trouble realizing they are getting in their way more often than the problem is. And a lot of people run into that where they actually are getting in their way more than uh, a success than a success is. Uh, oddly, the victim can take some comfort in being the victim due to the sense of consistency, familiarity, and predictability it gives to them. Uh, I think this is the case for a lot of people with uh, ego energy imbalance issues, particularly as they move into the extremes, that there is a consistency, uh, a familiarity and predictability that builds over time that keeps them entrapped in that energy. And I, it, it's as if the odd, awkward, or weird, uh, when a person, let's say, is not, or tries to live outside of whatever the role is in this case of today's program, the victim, that they find that to be odd or awkward or weird if they are not being a victim or if they're not being a narcissist or if they're not being a racist. That energy is gives them that experience of awkwardness or weirdness as a result. I hope this provides you with some familiarity with people who are living in the role of the victim and that you can use as a frame of reference as we go further in today's show. We're coming up on our first break. When we return, I'll be looking at what the person living in the role of the victim needs to hear and recognize from the voice of ego that's shaping the way they think, feel, and behave. This is Dr. Nick. You're listening to It's Your Ego Stupid on Ohm Times Radio. And I'll see you after the break. Conscious Media for Conscious Minds. Ohm Times. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Ohm Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Ohm Times endeavor. Host your show with Ohm Times Radio Network. My name is Victor Furman. Some call me The Voice. I've always been fascinated with human nature, spirituality, science, and the crossroads at which they meet. Join me Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Ohm Times Radio, and we'll explore these topics and so much more on Destination Unlimited. Hi, Dr. Nick Martin here. I want to invite you to visit my website, egoandspirit.info, where you can find lots of information on ego and download your free ebook copy of It's Your Ego Stupid. Fix it to fix your life. Also, please visit the shop page where you can find each of my other books. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ego therapy. Ego spiritualism. And the two voices within. Coping 19, brought to you by CDC and the Ad Council. If you're feeling increasingly lonely right now, you're not alone. It's totally normal. Even though we may not be able to get together in person, connecting virtually with friends and family still gives you a chance to interact with people and may help raise your spirits. Join a virtual book club, set up group text chats, or online video coffee breaks with coworkers. Find more self-care and coping tips at coping-19.org. Welcome back. You're listening to It's Your Ego Stupid on Ohm Times Radio, a show for intelligent, spiritual, and imperfect people, just like you and me. Now we're going to take a look at the voice of ego operating in the mind of the victim. These are the kinds of thoughts rooted in lower ego power energy the victim is using to survive in their life and serve as the foundation for the thinking, feeling, and behaving they make use of as they go about their daily life. These are the kind of thoughts they must come to hear, recognize, and change if they are ever to become a better person, a whole person, and someone who can be their humanity and divinity. Ego's voice says, I am the source of your need to reside in the comfort of your victimhood. You are to know that all thoughts, words, and deeds from others are intended to harm you and must be welcomed. You must be guided by all of the thoughts, words, and deeds you have learned to use to maintain your victimhood. They will keep you safe and ensure your survival. Here, the victim is teaching themselves with the help of their lower ego power energy that being a victim is a good thing. Yes, that being a victim is a good thing, not a bad thing. Because being a victim protects them from the dangers and the risks of living. And that it's better to just survive. So the victim spends a lot of time surviving and little, if any, time living within their life. And that it's good to see or find the bad stuff that keep the victim in the safety of being a victim. So having their radar up for bad things happening to them and making a larger issue out of things, perhaps, that other people find that they can handle fairly readily, For the victim coming forth from the ego voice, it's a better thing to uh, see the negative stuff in a much larger scale. That it's good for the victim to reinforce being a victim within their own thoughts and words. That disempowering oneself in a way uh, with words and thoughts of one's weakness and helplessness and hopelessness set the stage for being a victim and becoming and maintaining one's victimhood. That disempowering oneself, the victim with messages and thoughts and words of weakness will keep the victim safe. And I know that sounds weird or unusual, but again, that's the nature of ego energy at the extremes. It sets the stage for a lot of the different things that people who are living in an ego energy area of balance in their power flexibility don't experience. Whereas the victim might see these ideas and thoughts as quite, quote, normal. 
as I refer to it, my, their abnormal normal takes shape and they see life through it. Ego's voice says, you must keep your distance from life and reside in the safety this comfort will offer you. Victimhood is your oxygen and you must have it to ensure your survival today and every day. You have learned to be deserving of your victimhood. It is within your thoughts and actions that you have become a victim. Here, the victim is teaching themselves with the help of their lower ego power energy to focus mainly on doing what is necessary to survive and don't get caught up in trying to live. That being a victim is a good thing, something I mentioned earlier, because it's the best way to make sure you survive. Again, that heavy emphasis on survival coming forth within the nature, the core essence of what ego energy is about. Being a victim is something you deserve. And that's built upon all of the bad things which have happened to you. Again, the, I mentioned this uh, earlier during the description of the victim about this concept of this idea of not only expecting bad things and other things like that, but to deserve it, to learn to deserve it. That even further cements the victim in the role of the victim. And that their self-criticism, their negative thoughts and expectations have taught them to be and remain a victim. In a way, it's sort of learning that living is dangerous and surviving is not dangerous. Staying where one is and not trying to step out of the helplessness and hopelessness that the victim often lives within. Eco's voice says you must accept victimhood rather than fight it, as your acceptance keeps you safest and allows you to survive. Embrace helplessness and hopelessness, which have become your friends and will keep you in the protection of your victimhood. These qualities will keep you safe from things that may endanger you. Here the victim is teaching themselves with the assistance of their lower ego power energy that the best thing to do is accept being a victim rather than resisting or rejecting it. So hold on to it tightly. Don't try to stop being a victim. You're better off just remaining as a victim. It's safer to be in that place. That being helpless and hopeless is safer than being helpful and hopeful to oneself. Again, helplessness and hopelessness are a means to safety and survival that the victim forms in their mind, in their thoughts, in their attitudes, and in their actions, rather than thoughts of being hopeful and helpful, and in some ways empowered by living in that place. But that's not something the ego uh, energy, uh, the lower ego power energy will allow to happen. That being helpful and hopeful are about living and threaten your safety and survival. So people are living when they are being helpful, both to themselves as well as others. And when they're being hopeful or optimistic, um, that that involves living, but that's not something that the uh, ego energy is leading the victim to want to embrace. That taking chances and risks can be painful and worse than being in the comfort and the safety of survival. So trying to live by taking chances and 
risks, the things that we often have to do when we don't know what's around the next bend of our life. That's just part of the game of life, and sometimes we fail, but in the case of the victim, that's to be avoided. Ego's voice says, you need not venture forth and take risks that will threaten your safety. You must also reside within the protection of loved ones willing to enable your victimhood. They know better how to keep you safe. You must not lose contact with them, as this risks your safety and survival. Here the victim is teaching themselves with the help of their lower ego power energy to play it safe and just survive. And that the victim should lean on and rely on others to take risks for them or do things for them. Well, this allows the victim to remain passive, uh, weak, uh, if they allow others to be stronger, they can remain weaker, uh, they can remain helpless, and they can remain hopeless. And also that the victim can live through them, living through the others, and enjoy or to celebrate their successes that they receive from taking chances and risking failure the chances and risks that the victim does not want to take. That the victim can and should live vicariously through others. So if there's any living to be done by the victim, that it is best done through others. Standing on the sidelines, so to speak, watching others while remaining in the safety and survival of one's disempowerment, in one's weakness and helplessness and hopelessness that one holds tightly to and overlooks or ignores what are often positive qualities and strong qualities that the uh, victim has trouble allowing themselves to connect to because doing that would be a form of being empowered. Ego's voice says, helplessness is helping you to stay exactly where you need to be, here. It is not safe to envision life beyond your victimhood, a life filled with the unknown and with opportunities for failure, a life of endangerment with threats to your daily and earthly survival. You need to stay where you are and belong, which can best offer you the security of consistency, familiarity, and predictability, keeping you safe. Here the victim is teaching themselves with the assistance of their lower ego power energy that helplessness is a good thing that's keeping them safe. And again, most of us know that helplessness is not helpful or not a good thing in our lives. But unfortunately, for those with lower ego power energy, it's something they often embrace, particularly the victim. That helplessness will stop them from taking risks and chances that involve living. So in the abnormal, normal way of looking at things for the victim helplessness is a good thing. That the victim shouldn't look beyond and towards a life that involves living, in which one must confront the unknown and more failure, more bad things that may happen to them that reinforce an encounter uh, by the victim, that the victim needs to embrace the safety and survival of things staying the same, being able to recognize things and knowing what's going to happen. Uh, this idea that consistency, familiarity, and predictability 
uh, when one's ego energy is imbalanced, that tends to enlarge a lot of emphasis on a reality that one can interpret or know based on it being consistent, based on it being uh, familiar and being predictable. And so stepping outside of that by living gets in the way of one's uh, safety and survival as the ego energy is at work. Ego's voice says, you must also remain connected to your past. It is a known entity and can guide you, informed by experiences that warn you of the dangers of the present and future. You must remain connected to its wisdom. The world you must fear is the world you have already met and known. Here the victim is teaching themselves with the help of their lower ego power that they should use the past as the main guide to what can and will happen in the present and future. That the victim should build their expectations on the past. And the victim often has a very tight connection to the past um, because it represents the known as opposed to the unknown that can play, take place in the present and future that challenges consistency, familiarity, predictability. That the victim should not play a role in fashioning what can occur. Victims shouldn't be in the position of trying to make things better, change things, improve things, uh, unload the kinds of things that reinforce one's being a victim and learning that empowerment is dangerous even if it involves switching over from survival uh, to living that it's better to remain disempowered to stay stuck in one's uh, uh, victimhood use the boundaries framed by the past to shape a knowable recognizable and predictable present and future. And that's what the victim is emphasizing, shaping a, to the degree that one can, um, a world of the present and future based upon what one has already known. So this doesn't leave the door open to new things, possibly better things, different things. Uh, the victim will often push those away because they violate that need for consistency, predictability, and familiarity that the ego energy has led them towards because they seem to suggest a better chance of survival. Ego's voice says, don't be fooled by messages asking you to forget the past. They can only threaten your safety and survival. You must never forget the past. You will be kept safe by continuing to fear its return. Here the victim is teaching themselves with the assistance of their lower ego power energy to ignore, to discount, or reject messages of hope, optimism, or empowerment. That these will lead the victim away from their safety and survival and that the victim is best served by staying tightly connected to the past. And that is the case, I think, for people who are living in a lot of different roles, uh, particularly those with lower ego power or higher ego vulnerability, that the past is uh, a reference point that they stay tightly connected to in an effort to not let it be repeated. And it weakens the energy they can have to work in the present and prepare well for the future. Also that staying tightly connected to the past is the best way to prevent its return and bad things happening again. That that's a game plan the victim often has and those with lower ego power to prevent the return of bad things by staying connected to it. 
and that it's better to live in the past than in the present or future. That victims see themselves as better served by, again, being tightly connected to the past, something they have a difficult time resolving. We have reached the end of our Focus on Ego's Voice. I hope this has given you greater insight as to the impact of lower ego power energy within the mind of the victim. We're coming up on our second break. When we return, we'll be looking at what the person living in the role of the victim is unable to hear from the voice of spirit due to the unhealthy, imbalanced ego energy that is at work. This is Dr. Nick. You're listening to It's Your Ego Stupid on Own Times Radio, and I'll see you after the break. The Real Conscious Connection As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ohm Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization, their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Ohm Times, co-creating a more conscious lifestyle. Imagine yourself being transported to India, to the banks of the Ganga, and an ashram in Rishikesh. Visualize that you are welcome to satsang with an American sannyasi who shares the wisdom of her guru. Your visualization has manifested. Join Satvi Bhagawati Saraswati for inspiration and transformation every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on Om Times Radio. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Welcome back. You're listening to It's Your Ego Stupid on Ohm Times Radio a show for intelligent, spiritual, and imperfect people, just like you and me. Now I'm going to be looking at what the voice of spirit is saying to the victim that they're unable to hear due to the blockage being caused by their lower ego power energy and the distance from their divinity that results from the thoughts and messages contained within ego's voice that I shared with you earlier along with coming to recognize ego's voice using ego medicine. 
the victim will need to hear the voice of spirit in order to fully heal and bring about the synergy, the merging, and the unification of their humanity and divinity. So now we'll take a look at Spirit's voice. Spirit's voice says the disempowerment within your humanity has led to your life as a victim, a life that cannot realize all that has been given to you within the divine gifts you have received. This life blinds you to the power of being the love God is and God's present within your being. Here, Spirit is saying the lifelessness of the victim is not life's doing, but is rooted in what the victim is doing to themselves. That the victim is standing in the way of embracing their life. That the victim is standing in the way of embracing the opportunities to create the life in which they are living that the victim is standing in the way of realizing their divine empowerment, which comes when being the love, life, and energy God is, something made more difficult by the lower ego power energy at work in those living in the role of the victim. Spirit's voice says, illusions of unworthiness and separation persist within you to explain and maintain your life as victim, while removing you from knowing your true meaning and purpose. You victimize yourself with your blindness to the love God is and your true empowerment, which are great reflections of suffering within your earthly existence. This suffering will end as you awaken to the love God is and God's presence within your being. Here Spirit is saying the victim has embraced false notions of being unworthy and being completely isolated and disconnected from others. That illusions of worthiness and separation that the victim has embraced, stopping them from experiencing a lifeful purpose and stuck in a lifeless and empty existence, which is survival. That the victim is encountering the suffering that comes with not knowing the empowerment of their divinity, a suffering that ends along with their victimhood when they awaken to all of what they are, humanly and spiritually. Spirit's voice says, within the love God is, there is no place for being a victim. You can only be helpful and hopeful as the words and thoughts and deeds you use are empowered by this love. You need only to seek it from within your being, where it has always been. Here Spirit is saying that being a victim is incompatible within one's divinity. That the helplessness and the hopelessness of the victim can't be when being the unconditional, connective, unburdened, and unlimited love God is toward oneself and others. That the place to look to find and be the love God is is to be found within, and that it's not hiding, but waiting to be discovered by the victim. This is a discovery that's made possible when the victim's lower ego power has been dealt with. And that's where the importance of ego medicine comes in, by dealing with the imbalanced ego energy that's serving as the fuel, this can remove this type of energy or fuel, this imbalanced energy, which often leads the victim to form the kinds of thoughts and beliefs and behaviors that comprise the role of the victim. Spirit's voice says, this love removes all fear. 
There is no need for fear to protect you from real or imagined threats. There is no need for illusory comfort in the safety of the victim's life. You need not fear or embrace the thoughts, words, and deeds of others to keep you safe. Here Spirit is saying the love God is, is far more powerful than the victim's human fear. That the love God is, when one is being it, will help to protect the victim. That there can be no real comfort in the victim's fear-based life. And that the victim doesn't have to take on the persona or likeness of others to be safe and that to feel that they are less of a victim. Spirit's voice says, your life as a victim has taught you that you are only worthy of the evil that your earthly life has to offer, not the good. This evil can only exist when you empower it with earthly illusions of unworthiness. When residing in and being the love God is, you can never be worthy of evil and are only worthy of God. There are no questions of worthiness in your being. Only questions of when you will awaken to it. An awakening occurring in the time and place of your choosing in which to enter the kingdom of heaven. Here, Spirit is saying that the victim has taught themselves that they can only be deserving of bad or evil things and not undeserving of these things. Something that we talked about earlier uh, about this notion of deserving bad things when things get particularly bad for people who are living in the role of the victim. Not only expecting these unfortunate things to take place in their life and attracting in some ways them to themselves through these failure or expectancy, but also the sense of deserving them, which further entrenches the person in the role of being the victim. That the victim is drawing more of these things into their life with false notions of unworthiness. So the this I, uh, I've heard the phrase negative energy that people might have that they walk around with and they carry with them, attracting in some respects of unfortunate things uh, that the victim may experience seemingly more often, uh, being in part rooted to the notion of unworthiness, looking down upon oneself. That the victim must awaken to their worthiness so they can stop drawing things to them which feed into their victimhood. And I, that's a really important idea to awaken. Uh, it isn't about becoming worthy. It's about realizing it and coming to know it. And again, this is something that the lower ego power energy often gets in the way of undermining because worthiness is about empowerment and unworthiment is about disempowerment, a lack of empowerment. That awakening is up to the victim. But the door to that awakening must be opened by coming to terms with one's ego energy. So the victim has to realize, and a realization that's made more difficult when the lower ego power energy is standing in the way, fueling the sense of disempowerment, fueling the sense of unworthiness for those living in the role of the victim. 
Um, Spirit's voice says, earthly life as a victim has led to an illusion of being separate from God. You see yourself in a far different light than you see God. Your light is dim and dark, while God's light is bright and vibrant. You see two lights when there is truly only one, God's. You have created your perception of your own dim light and your sense of separation with your earthly illusions. When you remove these illusions and awaken to the love God is within your being, you will see only one light, the light of oneness and unity shared with God and all beings. It is then that you will realize that any separation was of your own making. Here, Spirit is saying that the victim has separated themselves unknowingly from God via the ego illusion of separation and that God never, ever has or can be separated from the victim. That the victim has always been within their divinity, one with God. And that they must awaken to the unity and oneness they have always shared with God. They don't have to form a connection with God that has always existed. That seems to be uh, people who are on a spiritual journey often operate with the idea that somehow they have to form a connection to God. But that connection already exists. God is within our being, whether it's the victim or any person living in any other role. And for all beings, God's present, that is one of the four divine gifts, the gift of God within. We have reached the end of our focus on Spirit's Voice for this show. I hope what I've shared with you will allow those needing to do so, to hear the voices of ego and spirit that must be heard, so that they can truly speak with more of their voice in their life and not egos, and get on with the business of truly and authentically living, and not just surviving or existing. I want to mention that you can purchase each of my books, Ego Therapy, Ego Spiritualism, The Two Voices Within, and It's Your Ego Stupid, at the online bookstores for Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Balboa Press. You can also purchase Focused Ego Meditations on the shop page of my website, egoandspirit.info which can help you to know when you are truly speaking with your voice in your life and not egos. As you go about healing your ego energy, we're needed in its power, flexibility, or vulnerability. I end today's show with this message. The great news is that working to heal your ego energy using ego medicine by growing your awareness of its symptoms, ego stupidity, insights, and spiritual impact will allow the divine truth in your being to flow and to shine through you and allow you to fully embrace each of the divine gifts. The spiritual part of healing is a given. It's part of your endowment. Divine truth and the divine gifts are part of your heritage that already exists within you. You need do nothing more to be spiritual. You already are. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. 
you only need to enhance your humanity with ego medicine so that all which is available to you is given. Fix your ego to fix your life, humanly and spiritually. Thank you for listening and allowing me to be your servant. Please have a great week and do come back to my next program. In peace and love, this is Dr. Nick saying goodbye for now. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.